How many times have you heard those sayings? Why don't you uh, step outside the box? Or uh, maybe you need to leave the comfort zone. All those things that people say like it's this easy thing to do. Yet, it doesn't always seem that when you're trying to do something that is not within your comfort zone. So we're going to discuss today leaving the comfort zone, why it's so difficult, and more on episode 917 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the Renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing, the antidote to your challenges so that you can get results and make more money. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today, Bob? I'm good. I'm good. Monday, and I'm a little off. I just realized I ate breakfast before the show. Usually, I only drink coffee with my protein powder. I don't like eating breakfast before the show. That's interesting. I feel heavy now. And I have nothing to look forward to after the program. You know, I I, I like that. You couldn't eat anything else afterwards. Oh, I do have some cinnamon raisin bread I could toast up. That sounds good. Okay. All right. Good. You've given me new hope in my life, like you always do. Your life or just today or this moment? Yeah. Hard to say. Okay. Um, So I had someone over the weekend, a friend I was talking to, who caught our program. They catch it every now and then. And he said to me, you know, I know sometimes you like, like the other day you tried to do what Tom does, like the the whole like important part of the show, like setting it up. You're not as good as he is. You should let him do that. Just some friendly advice. Okay, thanks. <laughs> my, actually, my comment was this from a friend. What would an enemy tell me? <laughs> he said, enemy would tell you, keep doing it. You're awesome. <laughs> so right. you've got a fan and a friend of mine. Oh, nice. Thank yeah. you, fan and friend, if you happen to be listening today. I I appreciate that. Even though I don't necessarily need the words of affirmation that Bob does. <laughs> I appreciate them. Just the same. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, and he volunteered it. That was the other thing. He just told you, huh? He just said, hey, I've been listening to your program a bit lately. I'm like, oh, that's great. He's like, yeah, you do it every morning. I said, yeah, most, yeah, sure. And uh, he just went right into that. Hey, can I give you some feedback? Yeah, <laughs> sure, go for it. <laughs> Talk about being out of the leaving the comfort zone. <laughs> you got a little uncomfortable, huh? Well, you never know what people are going to say. You don't ever. And when you do this, I, I know we've done this 917 times, and we've made a, a huge impact on some people's lives. I get that. Not to mention our own. I still am surprised when people say I listen to it. I really am. Okay. No offense to anyone. I think it's great. I think it, I, I think it's awesome. I listen to it, but 
I have a contractual obligation at least once a week to listen to it. You do? With whom? Myself. Oh, okay. I try to listen to at least one episode a week. Because I don't think we ever made that arrangement. And I'm trying to work on my diction. That's the other thing. Because I've been doing some other things. And I've been getting a transcript by AI. And AI is finding certain words that I slur. So I'm trying to be more distinct in what I say and how I say it. What are those words? Are they words that because of your Baltimore accent? No, no. They're words that are simple that should be clear. Like I tend to throw together seemingly the end of sentences. It just becomes blah, blah, blah. And AI, it's funny when AI does the transcripts of things, when it doesn't know, it takes an educated guess. And I've got to go and read through it and make sure because some of the educated guesses are not what I would guess. And is it the and same for me? What's that? Is it the same for me? I don't do a transcript of you because I'm doing this with other stuff oh, that I create, the, not, not our stuff here. Got it. But generally, when I've seen things that you say that are transcribed, they come through pretty clean. You speak slower and more distinctly, I think. When I was in high school, they used to give me a hard time because I talked really slow. And that's and so why you I started to accelerate it. Is that why you listen to everything? Anytime you listen to a recording, you listen to it on faster speed? No, that's just because I have ADD or something and I need to get through. <laughs> Fair enough. And I read somewhere that your brain can work at, you can hear things four times as fast and retain it. Hmm. We typically speak at 100 words per minute average and your brain can process 400 words a minute. Fascinating. Right. So think about that. If you could accelerate and get four times the information in, how much more you and you're retaining at the same level, why not? Right. But I, 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 unfortunately, Spotify and the other podcasting services do not accelerate beyond twice as fast. And if you've ever heard the voice of four times as fast, it sounds like Mickey Mouse. Well, as fascinating as you say that, I wonder if that's why speed readers are able to truly obtain as much information as they do, because they're they're able somehow to read it faster. Correct. Yet not more than four times faster. And so they're able to process it. I'm dating someone who reads remarkably fast, fast enough that I can send like a four sentence text and get a response within like 10 seconds. It's almost like you didn't read it, except the response has the logical next step to say, oh, you read this end. But if, if you're just watching, you're like, there's no way this person, how did they know what I was gonna say? Wow, I think there's a little bit of that that's inside the, your comfort zone, right? So you, right. if you're with someone long enough, you start to understand and be like, I think that if I say this, you, Bob, are going to respond in this way. So you might have you know, a sense of what's coming. I'm not predictable. No way. <laughs> I didn't say you were predictable. <laughs> I'm very predictable. I said that. And I think we all, because that's our comfort zone, right? Is that we react to, we react similarly to past 
experiences. That's just what's real for us. It's we when react we don't similar do... to li- sim- in the same way as we've reacted in the past to the situation, not you and I react the same way. Right, because there are things that I know that if I started to talk about, you would get uncomfortable. And we might have even touched on one already. You never know. Already, we might have. And you would, you know, there are things that you would do, and there are also things that you would say. Uh huh. Right. I think those are because th- that you fall into the comfort zone. And I think it's when you react differently um, that that would throw me off. I would then be like, well, I wasn't expecting that. Right. And and then I think we have to then figure you out. Almost got that over the weekend with that thing you sent me. I almost reacted differently than usual. <laughs> I, don't, I almost called you up and gave you <laughs> gave you some choice words. You're gonna yell at me, weren't you? I was. I was pretty close. Because you were out of your comfort zone. It yes. puts you out of your comfort zone. Yes, and I think that's part of what friends do for us is they test our comfort zone in terms of hey. I know you're comfortable with these things. Have you thought about this? And you're like, oh, Tom, I really don't want to go there. And the real friend says to you, I-, I think you should go there for a little while. I'll hold your hand as you go out of your comfort zone. I promise I'll pull you back when you can't take it anymore. And I think that's part of what's difficult for us as business owners and leaders is we don't always feel that hand holding us. As we reach out, into the unknown, we feel like we're alone. Sure. And I think that that's one of the, why it's so difficult. To me, the hardest part of it is very lonely. You know, and no one else understands. I can't explain to you. I've tried to explain to you my situation, some things you're like, okay, I think I understand. But you can't because you haven't had my life of experiences that lead me to this place, nor could I understand you. But we can be empathetic enough to say, okay, I can't understand everything about Bob, but Bob's uncomfortable right now. I can tell he's really uncomfortable and I'm going to push him a little more, but I'm also going to make sure they has a safe landing. You know, it's really the parachute, right? If you have a parachute, you're presumably, I've never done it. I wouldn't do it, I don't think. But if you have a parachute, you jump out of the plane and you think you're going to land. Jumping out of the plane without the parachute not the best decision you can make. I think often when we're leaving our comfort zone, it feels like we're going out of the airplane without the parachute, when in fact, we have a parachute. Wow. If we choose to accept the parachute. Metaphor of the week already hint. I got to find the bell. Where's the, Ed's right. I need need to find my bell. Yeah. Well, the one I was thinking of was rock climbing. Okay. Oh, that's very nice. Notice we're, we're talking about scaling heights in both ways. Interesting that you and I both go to a place where climbing or being at an elevation, changing elevations dramatically is at the core of leaving our comfort zone. Oh, yes. Oh, you're not a heights guy? Oh, no. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Not okay. at all. Okay. Not at all. No, I, uh... I, I'm, I'm not real thrilled about, you know, being up high, but I have repelled. Have you ever repelled? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much fun. And I've done ropes courses and some of those things. I mean, that's that the 
where why you're able to do that, why I'm able to do that. Because there's no way I would go up on some of those high wires if I had if I had nothing. I have a I have faith that um, the rope is going to be there if I lose my balance and fall off the wire. Mm-hmm. Being up there without the belay, being on belay, I would not. There's no way I would step onto that wire alone. And you've got to trust that person who's Correct. holding that wire. You know, if they sort of look away, <laughs> next thing you know, splat, Thomas hit the ground. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I think that's the challenge is there is no, we don't have that, or at least we think we don't. Have I was going to say, we so, think we don't, but I think we do. Maybe, maybe not. I think there are a lot of people who don't have, you know, we were talking about someone earlier, potential client. I don't think. I think the reason that they can't step forward and do some things differently is they don't think they have that system because they know they don't, they're not it. You know, if you know that you're not it, that you can't figure it out on your own, Mm -hmm. why would I do that? Why would I step out and do something that I have never experienced before and something I'm not comfortable with? You know, so you're stuck. So you're stuck. If I knew that I had the support system, whether it's someone in my personal life or someone in my professional life that, hey, if things don't go the way you think they're going to go, I'm here to help you. And I think that's, you know, the, those are some of the challenges when we get, if you, if you know that you have number of options to consider if something should go wrong, you are much more comfortable. Like if I knew that not only did I have one person or if I had one parachute or that I had two parachutes and I had somebody else behind me coming who could also catch up and grab me, how much more comfortable am I going to be jumping out? It's like, okay, I've got this backup and that backup and that backup. And there's a lot less that can go wrong. It can go not the way we planned. Um, when we have those multiple backups. So back to mine, if, if I'm in a business setting and I know that I have that, that I'm, there's something that I want to do in my work world that might be a little bit risky and might be out of my comfort zone. And I don't know what to, what could happen to know that, Oh, I've also got seven other people who have told me if anything happens to you, where you are, I have a place for you makes it a lot easier to step out of your comfort zone and do some things that that um that you might not up otherwise because you feel like you have that backup it's when i think so often many of us don't feel like we have that we don't have a second plan we don't have another option to consider and so this is all there is you're i think it's a lot harder to step out and do things that might not get the results that you've been having or expect to have. And so we stick with what we're comfortable with. I'll just keep doing what I do. I don't want to change it up because it could all fall apart in my face and I have no next plan. Right. And I think some of those things in terms of leaving comfort zone, because we're talking in, you know, metaphors and analogies are things like having difficult discussions, 
you know, that's one that I've worked, you know, I've done workshops on that with groups where they're like, oh, I hate, I hate having to tell an employee they're having a hard time, you know, that they're struck because you're afraid about the reaction. It can be doing a different structure for a meeting. It can be an owner with a new product or a new service. It can be changing the hours of a business. I worked with the business years ago where they had people knocking on the door when we had a four o'clock meeting and they wouldn't stay open until five o'clock because they'd never done that. And it's like uh, every time we met, we'd meet at four and there'd literally be four or five people knocking. Hang on, Bob, I got to go check the door. I'm sorry, we're closed. They're they're begging me, Bob, help us find ways to grow our business. Be open an extra hour. And then it's like, be open on Saturday morning. Oh, no, we can't. Close early on Tuesday and be over on Saturday. So now they do that. I've been in there at four o'clock. It's mobbed. I've been in there on Saturday morning because they deal with construction workers who work all day. Saturday's their day to go in. And there was a discomfort. We've never done that. We've never asked our employees to work Saturday. But here's what the employees really liked. They got to have time off during the week. And Saturday flew by because it was busy. And so their discomfort was all predicted based on things that weren't really real. It was, well, my employees aren't going to like this. They actually found an employee who was like, really? I can have an afternoon off? They, they like to go out and play golf. And they were like, this is crazy. And they were done by noon on Saturday. So they're like, I still got the day. I'm, I'm winning all the way around. Sure. So I think... Part of that is we perceive that we're jumping off the cliff or we're jumping out of the airplane when in fact we're really not. And I think that's part of what having that support network really has gives us is that ability for someone to say, you know what, Bob, it's not the end of the world. This thing that we're talking about, if you jump, if you go off the cliff, I'm going to be there for you. And I recognize this is hard for you and I've got the safety net for you. Kelly says, I've been told the opposite. Sometimes I need to think more in, oh, sorry, hit the wrong button. More inside the box, L-O-L. That's interesting that people would make that comment. Trying to. Well, here's the, turn around. Her comfort zone may be broader than most people. So when they're saying be more inside the box, they're saying, Whoa, Kelly, your comfort zone's way past mine. So rather than going, how are you able to do that? I would like to be more like you. They're going, whoa, come back. Wait a second. Don't jump out of the plane, Kelly. Stay. Right. You don't seem like you have a parachute. And she's going, I got the parachute. It's right here. And they're going, I don't see it. Well, maybe the, the they're the parachute. And they feel like if she does this this far out of the box, I can't. It's I can't help. And I might not be able to be the support system that I would need because you're so far out of the box. And I think there's a difference in terms of support networks, like using the jumping out of the airplane. You know, the first time you jump out of an airplane, if you get to plan it, you usually are being, you're you're tethered to a person who's right. done it. And you you land safely with them. Then the next time you might do it on your own with that person very close to you. And so you've got that support network there. That's one support network as you do it. There's another support network usually on the ground. 
watching you come down, getting ready to cheer. Oh, oh you're amazing. Oh, I can't believe you did. Let's take a picture. You know, and you, there are two support networks, right? And I think the one you're talking about, the one that goes, hey, Kelly, don't go so far out, is the second one. You know, we're on the ground ready to take the picture of you and you're landing way far away. Right. And we don't know where you're going to land. And that really throws us because we want to get the picture that we always get. And you're way off a mile away and we got to go find you. And I think that's one of the things I've recognized is there are two support networks. There's a support network for Bob the person that if I have a bad day at work, there's the Bob the network person that supports me as a person. You do that sometimes, often. There's also the support network for Bob who's working and tests me and challenges me with some of that stuff. And I think I think knowing that there are two, because often we conflate the two and we want the one that's the taking the pictures of us when we land to be the one to help us figure out how to get out of the airplane. And they're going, that's not my job. I, I'm on the ground. I'm never... I didn't take the class with you. I'm not going up in the plane with you. My job is to sit on the ground and wait for you and be excited as you land. That's it. And when we ask that person to go up in the plane, one, they didn't take the training. And two, that's not where they want to stand. Because if you're up in the plane when the person jumps out, you're going to get a very quick picture. You're not going to be on the ground to see them when they land. And I think that's one of the things I've recognized often for people is they want someone to be, it might be a spouse, it might be their partner, it might be a friend to be that person in the plane with them. And that person just wants to be on the ground celebrating and having the picture and putting the picture up in their office. And, oh, I got that picture framed for you and all that. That's really important. We need that. But that person isn't the person who's going, hey, by the way, you landed wrong with your knees. Right? Sure. Well, I think there's, I think that's, it's, it's those who are getting us to um, move out of our comfort zone mm -hmm. is one type of support group who are like, you can do this. It's going to be all right. You'll be great. Uh, or it'll be okay. You'll, it's not, the risk isn't as great as you think. And then there's the ones who are there to sort of help you celebrate the fact that you did get out of it. <clears throat> and I think those Regardless are, of the result. Correct. Right. I, right. I mean, I've never heard anyone when so, they're not going, hey, your knees weren't bent enough. Oh, you no, you 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 came in too fast because they don't know that. They just know you were in the plane seven minutes ago. You're on the ground now. That's success. Sure. Sure. Well, it's, and, you know, you think about your business owners. They probably, you know, there was someone to say, OK, well, what happens when we do this and we have the success? How do we keep going with it? Um, which is different, I think, sometimes than the person who helps them take that first step. Mm -hmm. Because I think the support groups are different. And that support for, wow, your business has really grown the last year versus, yeah, it's grown. Here are the things that that's caused me. Right. You know, I, and I think the recognizing those differences that's part of why it's hard to jump out, get out of our comfort zone, because we're often we're expecting that support network that wants to just celebrate that we do something with the network that's going to help us figure out how to do the next thing. You know, that's I, I think that's 
frankly, where you and I come in with what we do. I think we help people with the processes and systems that take them out of their comfort zone so that they can celebrate it with other people. What do, what do we hear? I know we have one Renegade Success Network um, member that says to us, oh, I'm going to go out with my wife and we're going to have a, you know, a, really, a really nice evening. I was working with another Renegade Success Network member Friday afternoon and we were talking about something and he was going to get his wife flowers as part of a celebration of what he was doing. And that's different from the celebration that they had in each case, you know, with this person Friday, they were celebrating something with me. They made a really big discovery. And we were celebrating that in a way that was very analytical. There wasn't, there weren't hugs, there weren't anything like that. But when he went home, I think there was going to be, hey, I think I figured something out today. I've realized something that's been really bothering, like this had been perplexing him for a couple of years. And it finally just clicked. It was like, oh, wow. You could just see, you know what it's like when the light bulb goes off, they go, oh, that's what's been going on. And now because of that, that person's comfort zone this morning is in a different place. Sure. Literally, they took the weekend. I'm like, you know, think about how this changes how you go about your business this week. And they gave a couple of examples. And I think that's the thing. When we get out of our comfort zone, when we have that safety with someone to explore it, because it was it was really, it's been going on for a year and a half, two years. We've been talking about it, dancing around it. Finally, Friday, it was like, whoa, wait a second. What about this? And it clicked. And it took that long for them to be willing to go out of their comfort zone and admit to something that they kind of admitted peripherally but this was like straight bulls and like instead of going no i can't deal with that this was the day that the person could actually deal with it and talk through it and the shift going forward is huge sure well i think that's you know their comfort zone was where it was and it, it took it took a lot of time effort and energy to get them to the point where they're like oh i see this a little differently now I can understand why I can move outside of this comfort that I have been stuck in into, you know, something that's different because they've had someone who really built up their confidence around this area where they could be like, oh, okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. I can see how I can do things differently that would have, would make a, even a little bit of difference which could make all the difference. And a lot of messy thoughts along the way. You know, trying lot, to get comfortable. It, it, exactly. It wasn't, it, it's not a straight line. It's not as easy as jumping out of the plane and landing. It's more like trying to figure out which plane you want to take and which parachute you want to take. And, and all the things that when you go up and do that, they have it pre-programmed. I mean, that, I've seen those companies, they just, boom. Do your training, hop on the plane, here's your parachute, and away you go. I think in life, for them, right. In life, it's not as straightforward and as linear. It's more like, hey, is that the plane that's going where I want to go? Oh, is it? Wait, do I need the red parachute or the blue parachute? Wait, I, oh, I got the red one on. Oh, wait, no, I want to switch to blue. Oh, wait, 
no, no, that's the wrong plane. Oh, the wind's going the wrong direction. Oh, we're not landing here. It's it's just that kind of thing. And I think that's where well, that is. Because they got they down. got more comfortable doing it. They've done it over and over and over and over again, which has allowed them to create the comfort of this should go just like the other ones have gone because they follow this system. Yep. And so there's a lot of comfort in, you know, they can then be very confident when talking to new people doing it who are scared out of their mind. Right. That, We've look, done this a million this. times. We've got this down. This is the process. It's, you know, and I think, and they have the what happens if scenarios they've gone through and, you know, all of that. And I think the challenge is and why, you know, maybe why it's so difficult. Is this is, your one thing? I think so. Okay. Is because um, we haven't done it. They've done it a million times and they've told us all the whatever. And so they're comfortable in trying to encourage us to build up our confidence in doing it. But yet we have never done it. And until I think we get that those that support group who can build up our confidence to say it will be okay, just do this first and then do that. Take these steps one at a time and your comfort zone will expand a little bit. And and then you might get to the point where your confidence is strong enough that you're able to leave your comfort zone. I, I like that a lot. I think what I would add to it is it's having that person who's willing to give you the space to admit that you have fear. You know, if, if I go that, if I decide I'm going to jump out of an airplane and I go to the place and I go, hey, I'm really scared. I've never done this before. And they go, oh, get over yourself. Get in the plane. Here we go. I'm turning around going the other way. If the person goes, hey, you know what? You sound like every other person who's ever come in here. Come over here for a minute. Let, let me explain to you what it feels like when you do this, how exhilarating it is. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I didn't think about that part. I was worried. I was all focused on my fear. You're get, Wow, you're telling me there's opportunity here. I didn't realize it. That person who helps us find our way from and process that I'm comfortable here and now I'm going to go here. There's got to be a bridge. I don't know of any of us who just go, you know what? Oh, it's Monday morning at 8.07 a.m. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Here we go. Boom. Unless they have thought about it ahead of time and become comfortable with it. Exactly. And rarely do I think we can do that alone. Because I think in our heads, we're going to make it constantly be back to safety, back to safety, back. You're not going out of the airplane, Bob. That's the silliest thing in the world. Why would you leave a perfectly good airplane? That makes no sense, Bob. Even if, well, man, I've got so many people say it's really great. I've said, nope, Bob, come on, use your brain. You're smarter than that. Stay in the plane, Bob. I'm telling you, Bob, I know you're, I know the parachute's on. I know they're getting ready to tell you. No, 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 no. I can see myself up there and they're like, are you going or not? And me going, eh, never mind. Oh, that could be me. Easy. Took me till I was 10 to learn how to swim. That wasn't for not taking a million lessons. I was afraid of letting go of the side of the kickboard or the side of the pool over and over and over. My comfort zone was side of the pool where I can put my feet down. Thank God I was tall and the kickboard. Take those three things away. Not going to happen. 
until finally I remember I had a, I had a teacher at one of the YMCA's and she just really worked with me and really made me calm about it. I also probably have matured a bit too, honestly. And, and that's part of it as well, right? I mean, we've got to be at that level where we can do those things. It, it takes, it's, it's that the fear is now, it's not a rational fear. Right. And you know, I remember so probably when I, learned, the when, I the the teacher. when I swam for the first time, I remember that it was like, this. what, what was, what was the problem here? <laughs> Why did this take me so long? Well, because you probably didn't have the concept there's lifeguards watching me. There's my teacher was probably like six feet away. They could have grabbed you. If And sometimes I think what probably helped was they probably started out two or three feet away. And when you struggled, they were there to support you. So you're like, okay, well, all right. They supported me when I was two, when I had to go two feet. Now they're supporting me when I had to go five feet. Well, maybe now if I have to swim all the way across the width of the pool, they're going to still be there to support me and be there just in case something doesn't go as planned. And I think right. it's that reassurance that there is someone there to quote unquote catch us when we fall uh -huh. um, that makes that fear less, you know, it's the belay, it's the parachute, it's the thing that... Yep that makes us feel more comfortable that we really, yeah, we may fall and, and it's the fall is going to be slow because somebody's got to learn rope. from it. Hey, Hey, you didn't, you, you swam, you didn't flatten your body enough. You, you know, right. you weren't floating. That's, and having that person can say, this is where it went wrong. How can it, here's how, how you can figure out or helping you, figure it out for yourself. You know, there, there have been certainly when I play golf, it's like, Oh, that was a really bad swing. I don't need anyone to tell me what I did wrong. I know full well what I did wrong. You, you could sit there. I know what I did wrong. Now the person who's really helpful is the person who goes, Hey Bob, you know, you know what you did wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. This. So how might you fix that? Well, I could do this instead of telling me, turn 90 degrees or nine degrees it's say, saying hey how could you fix that and then me going through the process of well i could do this i could do this do this and i'm going well which one sounds like the better option in this situation well i'm, I'm gonna try this oh that sounds really great and then watching you do that thing and going hey did that work the way you expected i think there's a difference from the person who says you can't swim back to Back to the shallow water, buddy. And, and nope, you didn't have to test again, so you can't go off the diving board. Right. Hey, well, wait a second. I want to go off the diving board. Sorry. Figure it out. Well, that, a, that becomes a huge divide there. And when they tell you stay in the shallow water, they're really making that come. They're really reinforcing that box. Correct. Social media does a great job of reinforcing the box. Everyone else is doing this. It's so easy. I do it. I can't do it easily. Must be something wrong with me. Networking events. Everyone postures. Oh, oh I'm having a great year. I'm having a great year. I don't know. You know, I, I would love to go to a networking event and hear all those people who say they're having a great year. Let's see your financials for the year. Pull, <laughs> do that P&L for me.
Oh, no, I'm sorry. I forgot it this week. Oh, really? Okay. But it looks really good. Well, that's, I, and then that's, that's, are you comfortable doing, you know, doing that? Right. I was at a networking event a couple weeks ago and someone said that they had this, that like we had this huge sale. They said, we, I did some checking. They didn't have the sale. Their company, a national company had the sale and told all their people about it and said, hey, when you're out doing your networking, mention this sale that we did this. They weren't lying per se, but it it looked really good. And I think that, and as leaders, you know, you, you go to that meeting and the leader has a great, wow, they really run a great meeting. It's awesome. And then you try to do the same thing and it doesn't work. Like that builds that, that wall between where your comfort zone is and where you want to go gets higher rather well, than lower. We don't, we don't know go, all the well, I can't do what they do. I'll never be able to do that. They're so good. Well, because you don't know what they've gone through to get to there. Likely right. at some point they were at the same spot as you. Not comfortable doing it, uncertain how they were going to do it. Somehow they figured it out or they someone helped them figure out how to get more comfortable and feel like there was less risk so that they were able to do it. And now that they've done it, they could continue to say, okay, well, I did it and this is what happened. How do I then learn from it? And I think that's the one of the opportunities is when we step out of that, we give us ourselves a chance to learn. And once we've done that, as we talked about last week, it gives you a chance to expand your box, expand your comfort zone. Um, so that you're able to you're able to do it with more ease moving forward, and others are able to look at you and be like, "Wow, how, why is that so easy for you?" And you could be like, "Well, it's easier for me now. When I first started, first time I went up on a stage to give a presentation, I didn't feel the way I feel now. So I've been through the process of trying to get comfortable with something that wasn't comfortable with me at one point, and I think that's it. But until we've done it," and have a chance to learn and grow from it, it's really difficult to take that first step. Well, if you're someone who's struggling to take that first step and you're struggling to get out of your comfort zone, you're struggling to learn, you're struggling to figure it all out, that's where Tom and I have the Get Real, Get Results, Make More Money program. That's right, it's geared exactly for that. It's straight on. What Tom and I do is we help you figure out where you are where you want to go, steps to get there. And it's not 58 steps. It's not 500 steps. It's one step and then see what happens. Next step, next step. And we're there. We're the parachute the whole way down with you. And so the people in your life that want to be the people at the bottom of the, uh, the uh, uh, I landing that. zone. Thank you. Landing zone that want to take the picture. They can do that. We're there all the way down with you. And as you figure it out, we're there every step of the way. So you can have that pretty picture with them at the bottom and feel that success that you may be eluding you. I know it seems impossible, but we've helped people with everything from figuring out a work schedule that matches their uh, personal commitment, um, staffing differently, going against the tide in their industry, worked with someone who literally goes against their tide in the industry. Tom's worked with a whole bunch of nonprofits and, and small businesses on how to rethink how they go about their business and literally really creating the business that you want the way you want it to be. 
that sounds like words, I know, but it's possible. And that's what we're here to help you do. So if that's something of interest to you, talk to Tom or me. You can direct message us. There's probably a way to call us on the phone, I think. It's, you still have a phone, right? I know I do. I, I, do. I haven't given the number out in months, but it's there. Um, they could also go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Success that's one of the words I struggle with. in in uh, Success? Success, yes. That's a word that diction I need to work with. Renegadesuccessnetwork.com. And you'll see more information there. I yes, want to help you. Did you give your one thing? I did. Way back. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for being with us. And, Kelly, thank you for sharing your yes, comments. You. And it's nice to know that I'm not alone, that she's with me on this. No jumping out of planes. Oh, yeah. I'm right there. That's not going to happen. And she will continue to stretch her comfort zone. Not I think but. at the end of the day, we have no choice. We have a choice. Yeah, How many people true. do you know who never leave their comfort zone? How boring. And yet, how safe and comfortable for them. Yeah, Supposedly. I have days like that too. You know, it, it happens. There are people who don't, you know, not everybody is like Kelly, who's ready to, uh, who's way out there and people are saying, uh, maybe you want to rein it in a little bit. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anyhow, all right. Thanks so much for your comments. Uh, if you happen to be listening to the podcast, we know that there is no place to comment, unfortunately. So we would encourage you to join us in our Facebook group, Sculpt Your Business, From Chaos and Confusion to Confidence and Control, where you can share your thoughts and ideas there and benefit from the thoughts and ideas of others. So we look forward to seeing you inside of that group. If not, we will see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m.-ish Eastern time for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Hey, whatever you do, Embrace the renegating you. That's the first step to becoming more comfortable outside your comfort zone. Embrace the renegating you. Also makes it less, less difficult to do that. When Indeed. You, you just embrace that there are other options out there. Not always easy to do alone. And yet, I think once you start thinking of things that way, as long uh, as, long as well, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, I, won't, okay. I won't give that away. Can't My wait. Favorite word. Anyhow, we look forward to seeing you inside of our group. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, all right, everyone, go out and enjoy your day. We will see you soon. Oh, you're going to make me do this again, Tom? Come on, be nice. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, everyone, if you are struggling, if you feel like you can't figure out how to leave your comfort zone, maybe you're trying to grow your business and you can't be sure, well, how can I grow my business even though I'm turning away people who are right in front of me? Or for some reason, I'm not able to respond to all the calls that I get. And sometimes the solutions that we need to get out of our comfort zone are right in front of us and we just can't see them. I think one of the things that Bob and I are really uh, effective at is asking questions to help you see those things that you can't see or you might not even be aware of in a way that you're able to learn, grow, and then figure out your next step so that you can really get real, really get real. Ooh. So you can get real about where you're at. A lot of times I don't know that we are real about where we're at, which is the one of the reasons why we're not getting the results and we're not making more money or we're not having the success that we desire. So if this is something you feel like is where you're at, 
as Bob mentioned earlier, please feel free to reach out to one of us, uh, especially as we get close to the end of the last, uh, sorry, close to the end of the year and the start of the final quarter. What will you do differently in these last three months so that the end of the year looks different than you might've expected, or it helps you achieve the goals that you desire that you're not quite there yet. And are, but yet you're doing all the things that are making you comfortable and you can't figure out what is the thing outside of that comfort zone. That seems really difficult. That might just mean all you need is the support group to help it happen. So please feel free to reach out to one of us. We can help you get real, get results and make more money.